Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Sorry to everyone German who listens to Nobody Panic. Oh, it was German. Welcome to Nobody Panic. Um, today, Christmas uh, edition. We're doing the Christmas edition. We've been doing this podcast for a while. Sorry, I'm Stevie and Tessa is right, right here with me saying things like, I didn't know that was German. Mm. Just ha- just supporting me. Just support and along things my journey. like that. So we're going to be doing Christmas around the world. I can't wait. I'm already chomping at the bit. Should we do an adult thing before we begin? I expect so. I've got a Christmassy one. All right. I made a roast. It's amazing. I know. Only three people. I was one of the three. That's that's still massive. I made a roast. Did chicken. it go well? Yes. <gasps> it went well. No burns on myself or the food. Wow. Food delivered to the table on time. Food wet, good. Mm. Then I made a crumble. Oh, no. That's amazing. I know. I've never we made it. Stop com- doing this. This podcast. I know. You've now transcended. I know. It's too much, actually. Mm. Um, I made a crumble. Not only have I never made a crumble before, I've never made a pudding. I've never baked. Interesting. Anything. Right. This was huge. That is huge. Huge. Mine's very, very quick and easy. Um, last year, I tried to make a gingerbread house and had a nervous breakdown. This year, I made gingerbread, and it was like, you know what? I'm going to make gingerbread without the house element. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. We're just gonna cluck it, cluck it. Mm. So crack it into bits. It's gingerbread shards. Sure. And then you know, if I want, I'll just do a get some icing and I'll do a Christmas tree. I didn't do that. I, we just had gingerbread shards as like almost like little gingerbread bi- biscuits, and it was amazing. Oh, with fantastic! Tea melt in the mouth, amazing. That was BBC Good Food as well. Unbelievably easy gingerbread. Fantastic! I much prefer that to a house. If anything, I do actually. My truth is, I get very stressed about things made out of food. Yeah, because then what, you're ruining it by eating it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not good it, by its nature. Death is its only path, and I hate it. Yep. Oh my okay. god. Okay. Death, death is its only path. <laughs> Christmas. Okay. Christmas around the world. Tessa. Where are you spending Christmas this year? Is it in this country? No, you won't believe where I will be. Tokyo. Tokyo. What? I have got my bags to myself, a gentleman caller. I've got myself a man on the go. Daylight You're in and a long-term nighttime. Relationship. I'm a long term relationship with a man. 
And he's bags to himself a brother. Oh, good for him. <laughs> well played, sir. And uh, so my boyfriend's brother uh, has bagged himself Tokyo. The whole of Tokyo. He's bags himself a job in Tokyo. So good. Um, as an amazing bit of headhunting, and this is a, a small aside, but I do share it with you because I think it represents the spirit of Nobody Panic. He is a lawyer, I think. Yeah. <laughs> It's certainly business. Mm. So it could be consulting, banking, stockbroking or law. Mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm. And he is very good at his job. He got headhunted by another company who offered him uh, Tokyo. He has a wife and a little baby. And they were like, we'll get you all this stuff. Pay rise, thing, nanny, house, Tokyo. Mm. And he was like, yeah, obviously. Fantastic. Off I go. Goes back to his company. He's like, sorry, I've been offered this amazing job. His first company were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Show me the offer. We'll, We'll do better. Can you? Isn't that electric? That is really exciting. And it made me be like, "That is the no, that's the nobody panic way." Yeah, <laughs> but get, like, get headhunted, get headhunted by, to Tokyo. Yeah, and then but like just the spirit of being stuff. like, "Hey, think of that." Of like next time you're like, "Oh, shut, maybe I don't deserve a pay rise or I don't deserve this." Like your company might you might be so good, your company's capable of being like, "Wait, what's the deal? We'll give you that." Yeah. Um. So I'm so 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 excited. Do and there was right. a time in my life as a child where I was like, "No, no, 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 Christmas, Christmas, no, 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 you've got to do Christmas." Yeah, um, but now I'm like, ah, you've only got one life. You You've might as well just ex- explore all of the all of the different options. Mm. Do you know a, a hugely popular Christmas meal? I did look it up yes. um, because I was like, oh, I want to be prepared and ready for what I should what we need to do to our hosts for Christmas Day. Yes. Um, and I was so surprised. I'm actually going to let you just reveal it because my breath was taken away. Yeah, so Christmas is like a relatively new thing in Japan, and. Um, Basically, one of the, the, the sort of central tenets to the Christmas meal in Japan is a KFC fried chicken bucket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what they have. Not only do you have it, you have to order it yeah. four months in advance yeah. to be ready. And because then you all get your bucket. it's such a huge thing. Yeah. The, it, it became a big thing in like 1974 because um, uh, um, KFC did a slogan called like, Kentucky is Christmas. And everyone was like, I guess Kentucky is Christmas. And it works so well. You have to order your bucket four months in advance. Yeah. And now everybody in the country eats their Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket at Christmas. It's such a thing. I can't wait. Also, they, they do like special, um, KFC do special like decorations. You know how like Starbucks here will have, I mean, I'm sure they do it in Japan as well, will have like um, each Christmas festive coffee they have a different design on the, on the mm, coffee it's like mm. oh big thing what's the design they have like a different one each year and it's all like a lot of a lot I just I just really enjoy that I was really not expecting that and I hear that Christmas Eve is more almost like a Valentine's Day it's very for couples it's very yes. magical it's very romantic mm. um, oh I'm so excited I can't wait to report back on my KFC my KFC you, KFC my KFC Christmas I, I've actually never had Christmas abroad at all but um, I'm, I'm sort of obsessed uh, I'm kind of obsessed with the concept of it I'd really like my sister had um, Christmas in Australia uh, a couple of times and I think one of the keys to having it in a different country which is not quite what we're talking about here but it's still a thing is to research all the traditions mm. and like go hard on it because remember last year there was that Twitter thread which was amazing about a guy who um, is not from the UK and he was um, having to kind of remain in the UK for, for Christmas with his flatmates and so he used the time to kind of find out as much about mm. our Christmas traditions and did a tweet thread about all the things that he'd noticed and it was just 
brilliant to see from the from the outside. He's Muslim, and uh, and so like his observations are all things like. Observation one, Christmas is a part-time job that you have from mid-November to the end of December. From the outside looking in, Christmas always, always seemed pretty simple. I just thought you'd put up a tree and then gave gifts to family. This is a lie. <laughs> That's observation two. People have very strong feelings about their Christmas traditions. If someone's insisting that a certain food is what you have to eat on Christmas morning because that's their family tradition, do not suggest alternatives. They will stab you in the neck. <laughs> also, you can buy... Observation three, you can buy yourself a gift, but you cannot stuff your own stocking. I don't... This is... Yeah, wow. All this sort of... Stuff. You can gift, buy yourself a gift. You can, but you can't put it in the... There are two streams of Christmas ornaments, the fillers and the keepers. The fillers are generic. The keepers are meant to be more special and unique. Um, the second stream is stored for your family to be one day passed on to, on to children. And then like, and then he got, my roommates encouraged me to buy my own keeper ornament. They told me something that would make me smile. I bought this one and I'm very happy. It's an everything bagel. <laughs> it's like a little That's nice. bauble. Um, and then observation six, ornaments are expensive. <laughs> Ornaments are so expensive. My mum uh, has been since we were born has been keeping her ornament. She buys a new ornament every year Lovely. for us that she says one for each of me and my sister, and that she would say that when we left home, she was going to give them to us. We mm. both of us do not live at home. Have we been given them? Have we fuck? When questioned, she said they're too nice. <laughs> Yeah, mine was got the same thing. We've got um, we've got ones, and apparently they're just in boxes. And because we we've not been able to get them, yeah, she's just got like a box of like little fairy wind, like Christmas fairy yeah. wind chimes and stuff. But she didn't say <laughs> they're too nice. Enough. They're too nice. You can't have them. I like them. And when she said that, we're like, yeah, fine. There you go. That you have fun. them. Okay, I've got one from I've got one from around the world. Okay, I would like to share the Catalan tradition mm-hmm. of the log that poos. Oh, please. The Christmas crapping log. Oh, great. And it's legitimately called the crapping log. Uh, His name is Kaga, uh, I'm so sorry to the pronunciation, but his name is Kaga Tio, the the crapping log. Right. Uh, You smack him with a stick. Yeah. And he craps the presents. <laughs> out of his little bottom. Yeah. You think it's weird that Je- baby Jesus carries them in. This log will shit the presents out. In. Uh, here is the song. I will I will not sing in Catalan, but I will translate. <laughs> Just off the cuff. Off the top. Wow. As I go. It goes poop log. <laughs> <laughs> poop log. Poop log. Log of Christmas. Don't poop salted herrings. <laughs> they are too salty. Poop churons. Now, question. I don't know what a poop churon is. I believe it's a ball of nougat because that's what comes out of the of the poo of the log first right. before the presents. A poop churon. They are much better. That's the song. <laughs> then you hit him with the stick. Um, it's like a bit of a, like a pinata, like a Christmas pinata. A, a Christmas pinata. I have not got. So the churon is a nougat traditionally made of egg white, honey, and sugar and almonds. Delicious. Fashioned into rectangles and served into bite-sized pieces. You leave oranges for him at night, and in the morning, what would be there? Poo. Peels. <laughs> right. So you feed him for weeks. Then on Christmas Eve, a blanket is placed on the crapping end, away from his face. Okay. Then and then it says, then the singing and the beating would commence. <laughs> you sing and you beat him with a stick. You are sent to an, you the children are sent into another room to pray. And when you return, the blanket is lifted, revealing both the churon, the ne- the the nougat poo, and also the presents. Wow. Okay. Um. So all over Central Europe. People enjoy carp for Christmas Eve dinner, oh. but rather than picking it up from the supermarket, traditionalists of this sort of 
I guess, tradition. Um, they let the fish live in the bathtub for a couple of days before preparing and eating it. Because, whoa, 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 alive? Yeah. Because uh, legend has it, the scales bring luck and good fortune for the coming year. And where's that happening? It's traditionally a lot in Central Europe, but um, Slovakia. Carp for dinner and pop it and in. And he's been living in the bathtub? Pop it, um, pop it in the tub. For a few days? Yeah. So no one's washed? Well, I suppose you could have a shower. What? And stood stood in the water that the carp is in? Wait, you might have a separate shower to your... Sorry, sorry. You know? God, all right. The queen. <laughs> I don't know. You're right. You make a good point. If you haven't got a separate shower, you're in a right pickle. Actually, you, look, I want, like, kids name them. The mm-hmm. children name the fish. I'd find that very um, disturbing. Um, but then people... Yeah, if you don't... They just say here, if you don't have a shower, then you, you, can't, you can't bathe. And then some people admit to um, in their childhood, like um, letting the fish go free because they're not because they've named them and they've like become friends with them and they've lived with them. They um, are unable to go through with their their plans to eat them. Oh, and then what do they do with them? Uh, just put them in the river. But the um, one of the issues with it is that carp, which is the tradition, which is the food that they use, um, are bottom feeders. So a few, which just means that they have like um, uh, you know stuff that is not nice that they've eaten. So the the idea that they go in the bath is so that when they swim in the clean water it flushes mud and um gross stuff from their d- digestive tract so uh but actually apparently according to scientists that would take a lot longer for that to work so it doesn't really do anything god are they are they are they crapping are they pooping out into the bathtub i guess they are but then i, I guess suppose they are, you have to clean it out and then you rinse the bath every day and give your new water to your carp yeah Bathtub carp is one of several traditions tied to Christmas Eve. Um, they, it's, also, it's also the day children told when baby Jesus brings a Christmas tree. Oh, he brings it. He, so the baby brings the tree and it requires very elab- elaborate subterfuge from the parents. He must hide and decorate the tree without... Yeah, the idea of there like, is quite a lot of that. Where are we now? Uh, we, we are still in um, Slovakia. Slovakia. Yeah. So in Austria also, and do stop me if I'm wrong. The Krampus, uh, Jesus No, Christ. sorry, before we even get to Krampus, oh, right. in uh, in Vienna you, you also have to do Christmas Eve, like not a hint of Christmas, oh. till Christmas Eve. And then, admittedly, this is in a book I read that was set in 1910. Things so like could have changed. Salzburg and there's loads of Christmas markets. What and... am I talking about? <sighs> Listen. Is Salzburg in Austria? Yes, it is. I think, in this book, it was like, there was a no Christmas at all. And then suddenly it was like, and now here it all is, overnight. Right. And it had to be this, like, um, big, sub- the subterfuge, you know, because Jesus yeah. is bringing it. Or in this case, the Christmas angel. Okay. So, like, it is interesting, like, how many people there's, like, this very secret and quite intense aspect to it like very intense because also at the same time that baby jesus is bringing the tray mm. the the that's when the carp is meant to be killed <laughs> so the god tra- it's all tra- going traditionally it? so so also as well you're trying to decorate this tree with your kids not noticing i mean how big does your house have to be and then and then when this is happening traditionally it's the father takes the live fish from the bathtub and slices his head off but um so that means th- there's only one parent doing the trick. Like, there's a lot going on. Oh my god! And sometimes they, because the fish are quite big and they move quickly, you have to hit the fish in the head with a mallet. <laughs> this is horrible. Christ! What a big Christmas this is. Yeah, a lot going on. There's actually, I'd say, too much going on there. A lot of option for tears. But they do have um, the, their other dish is potato salad, which I really like. Really like potato salad. And you know, and if someone, um, if everyone sits at the table and. Um, 
uh, no one's permitted to get up during the meal. Someone leaves the table even to go to the bathroom. It means there will be a death in the family before the next Christmas arrives. Well, if you get up, what, during the meal? Yeah. And once the meal ends, everyone checks under their plate to, to, to retrieve fish scales from the family carp. If you've got the fish scales underneath your plate, then it signifies look for the year ahead. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I will share a personal Christmas tradition. Okay. Uh, yes. On New on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. we um, read The Night Before Christmas, mm-hmm. which used to be uh, a parent's job. And then when I learned to read, it was my job. Very nice. And then after many years of uh, pitching that she should be allowed, my younger sister was allocated. I booed from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> now I was very polite about it. And then uh, everybody fights every year for who gets to read it. Oh, lovely. Then one year I sang it in the form of a country and western song <laughs> okay. while playing guitar. Great. The year can you I play guitar. No, I can okay. only play, I can, no, I can only play three chords. Right. Nor can I sing. So it was quite sure, a sure. tedious performance. Yeah. Um, the year after that, I had been doing BSL British Sign Language at university, and so I signed it. Oh, nice. Yeah, I had worked quite hard on it, but I think anybody who could, uh, who does use British Sign Language, would have been like, I could, gun to my head. I don't know what this is. You're yeah. t- you're trying to say here. Um, I signed it, and then uh, we did. We've done a, sh- and then last year it was a, it was like a quiz. And you had to say what the word, everyone had to shout out what they thought the words were. Just evolving over time. Really years. evolving over time. It's because we all know it so well that no one can just sit to a reading anymore. Yeah. Or even if someone just does the reading, someone else is like, okay, I've got a different, I've got a different version now. I want to do my thing. That's really nice. I do my thing. Um, the year, the very first time I was away for Christmas, I was working in Canada and I was working in a hotel. And even though we were, we were in the snow and I was so disappointed with the, like the stuff they just didn't feel like they were doing enough stuff. Mm. And so I was pre- quite a precocious uh, teenager. And I, I can believe that. You can, we can all believe it. I was 18 and I just was like, I'm doing this now to the, to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> to the hotel. Christ. I was like, you're not doing enough for Christmas. The worst employee. I was the worst. The yeah, no, I was bad. I was bad. You did create a nice Christmas I just was like, actually. we're doing this. Why aren't you doing enough stuff? So on Christmas Eve, I put a note, a thing up being like, we'll be doing a reading in front of the fire of the night bed. The nightmare before Christmas. No, the night before Christmas, and and then so many, all these children came. So I was really like, oh, people do want to come to my reading, um, and I was wearing a little Father Christmas outfit, and I read in front of the fire, and this little girl, really knowing her job, climbed onto my lap and fell asleep. Oh yeah, and nice. I was like, God, this is electric. But then after it ended. Everybody wanted to go, and so like various other people had to get up and then also do their reading. So I feel like that everybody wants a piece of the of the reading is. 
common. Yeah, no, no, very much so. That's, that's very nice, though, to have such a... I like the idea that it, you've got such a history with that, that with those words, mm. you know? There's so much... The, the words for me, those, that for me is like, that's the only thing that's like a sort of set in stone bit of Christmas. Christmas Day has evolved as everyone's got older yeah. and then various people have tried to like take control of the lunch. My sister attempted the breakfast one time until she screamed, um, fuck off, there's no more hollandaise and threw an egg on the floor. <laughs> then so like, you know, yeah. as we've all fought for power in our later years, Christmas Day itself is neither here nor there, but Christmas Eve. It's very That's important. the stuff. That's stuff. Okay, hit me with more. In Austria. Please. Uh, Christmas is a surprise. Oh my God, no, it's not. Um, no, sadly, sadly. It's it's about the Krampus. So, you know how we have the, um, if you're naughty, you get coal in your stocking. And mm. um, they have, and when I went, I went to Salzburg um, just before Christmas. So it was like 20th to the 24th one year. And we read about the Krampus and in Salzburg, he, he stalks the, uh, people dress up as, as the Krampus and, and he's terrifying. Look at him. I don't want to look at him. I hate the Krampus. Yeah. He stalks and jumps out at people. In Salzburg. And so we spent the whole timing like, oh my, like genuinely, is this like goat man going to just... Where is... You, did you see him? No, we didn't. But you were on edge. But it's just, I think we'd misunderstood. And it was just saying that like, if you've been naughty, the Krampus will get you. But they do have... So in some places, yeah, men d- dress up as the scary character um, for the Krampuslauf, uh, sorry for the pronunciation, or translated as Krampus Run, in which they parade through the streets to blow off steam and scare naughty kids back into the Multiple Krampuses. Just run around screaming um, and scaring children. Um, he's a half man, half goat. St. Nicholas gives good g- g- kids gifts and the Krampus terrifies the living shit out of them. I'm so afraid of Krampus. Um, when my sister went to Australia for Christmas, um, she was a bit like, what's it going to be like? Barbie on the beach. Oh. You know? Which leads us neatly to the Christmas witches. Oh, where's that happening? I'm going. Come on. Russia and the other Slavic countries. Oh, it's, what a shame. <laughs> Slavic countries, up for. Russia, difficult. Difficult time for Russia. Uh, Baba Yaga. Okay. Now... Uh, in uh, your your friend and mine, John Wick, the bad guys refer to him, I think, as Baba Yaga, and they, as in like the boogeyman, okay. and he's like the spooky character. It, listen, uh, John Wick, what a fantastic film! But Baba Yaga is not the boogeyman. She's okay. a woman. She's very clearly a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga is an old witch. She has iron teeth and a long hooked nose. That's quite scary. Oh, awful. Awful right. bit of business. Okay. And she lives in a hut on four massive chicken Sorry, legs. Sorry, no, the hut is on chicken yeah, legs. Yeah, the hut is on four moving chicken legs. Holy shit. Yeah, awful business. She is here to steal children's presents. So you've got to be good because otherwise Baba Yaga's going to get them. Yeah, I see. God, now, really it, yeah. t- terrified children here. Um, in Italy, La Befana... Mm-hmm. not quite so spooky but similar witch energy she rides a broomstick that she uses to clean up the ash that she scatters when she drops into houses through the chimneys like Santa yeah oh even if she hasn't made a mess La Befana always swims the, sweeps the floor before she goes in symbolically sweeping away the problems of the year before they often leave her a small glass of wine and a plate with a few morsels of food but beware if she catches you sneaking a peek at her she'll thump you with her broomstick so What's she doing in the house? Giving you presents. Oh, it is giving presents. Sorry, she stuffs okay, good right. kids. Sorry, stockings. so like she just comes in, sweeps, and then like hits in you in the face and, and leaves. No, it's a good. The good kids get candy and presents in their stocking, and bad kids get coal and garlic or a stick. Interesting. But person. I think uh, I believe the origin story is that she meets um, the wise kings on their way to baby Jesus. Right. And she's like, I want to get. Let give me one second. 
and I'll go get a present. Mm-hmm. And then when she goes, she goes back in the house to get her present. And when she comes back, they're gone. So she's like, motherfucker. What? So she tries her best to follow them mm-hmm. to give her present to baby Jesus. Doesn't get there in time. So along the way, she doesn't know where she's going or who she's looking for. So she gives every child a present in the hope nice. that one of the houses will be baby Jesus. That's that's, a, that's nice, isn't that it? That's nice. Yeah. yeah. In Iceland, they celebrate 13 days before Christmas and mm. children get presents from 13 different Santa Clauses or Yule Lads. What? <laughs> the Yule Lads. Each of these lads has his own different qualities. They can all be a bit feisty. But if good children place their shoes on the windowsill, the Yule Lads will lead them, lead them little, little gifts inside their shoes. If they haven't behaved, the Yule Lads give them rotten potatoes. I'm going to go home and put my shoes out. I'm really excited to get into it and steal some traditions. If yeah, you, you if you're steal, if you're yeah. feel if you're feeling maybe tradition Christmas this year is looking a little bit different or whatever. Hey, there is a smorgasbord of traditions out there. And if you're really feeling Scrooge and you don't want any part of it, can I offer you medieval Christmas? Uh, put on the spookiest mask you have. Fuck anything. <laughs> <laughs> medieval <laughs> medieval Christmas please I, uh, but, but they just put on masks medieval Christmas other. in this in England yeah was insane what happened oh you 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 truly looked like um, what's this guy in um, Nightmare Before Christmas he's wearing a big Jack sack Skellington. no oh. he's a sack oh, oh. 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 The, yeah. boogeyman. Boogeyman. the boogeyman boogeyman yeah. that but like it, uh, demons monsters bits <gasps> like, mumming it was called mumming and you just went out that night and oh, you were just oh. doing pranks You were anyone was allowed to snog anyone everyone was fucking it was like a set, a big monster sex fest mumming comic con if you will <laughs> mumming hoggling and the feast of fools yeah exactly no presents no stuff just getting fucked up dressed as a monster well you'd get you'd want to do it was sort of a bit like as well bits of it were like trick or treating really yes like, it has a lot of spooks singing, yeah and you and you try you get like coins in 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 exchange for it that's like frightening though yeah oh it was a spooky time but it wasn't i don't think they would have considered it spooky so much as they would have enjoyed this like uh, no holds barred um the peasant be dancing with the king yeah anyone can be anyone at monster time this is a mm. uh, you know Anyway, so or you could do the other thing, which is if you didn't want to put a, a, a mask on and go and fuck someone, you could make um you could do the thing where you make a cake and they used to put a little dried bean in it, so you'd be like, and then it was a coin, but coins are a bit dirty, so I don't know if you wanted to do a coin, but you could do anything, and whoever gets the um the bean is the person who has all the all the luck that uh, Christmas. Where so where is the bean? In the cake somewhere. They are they they the game was that they would if you got the bean you would become king for the night and you have to like make everyone do everyone else do like silly forfeits and like wait on you and stuff. Like the epiphany cake. If you find the baby, uh, on... find the baby in the, in the yeah, epiphany cake. Yeah, truly. If you find the baby in the epiphany cake, if you I'm bu- sorry, you're going to have to explain that more. It's a baby. Well, it's I was in like a toy little baby. plastic baby with yeah. a crown on it. Plastic baby with a crown. On yeah, it. he's a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. You, if you find him in the cake, you're the king. Yes. Here's me fannying around with with my dried beans. No, God, no. Like a little baby. I saw um, someone the the other day. That must be why they... Basically, I saw this thing the other day that was like um, an Amazon review of um, um, a packet of a (laughs) hundred tiny miniature babies. babies. And it was like... And basically, this girl had got them and just um, pranked her boyfriend by like, when he opened the cutlery drawer, instead of all the cutlery, it was babies. Mm. And then she just kept doing them. So then he was like, now my boyfriend is terrified to open or do anything because there is always a baby in it. And she's like, it's 10 out of 10, highly recommended. But I was like, why would... Who makes these fake babies? It's for epiphany cakes. So, and are they for Christmas? 
Epiphany. What, epiphany what's is epiphany? Uh, when the kings come. Wow. The twelfth night. Jesus didn't, so, didn't dig that from it at all. No, well, quite. I was too busy sleeping. Yeah. What? Bored. When? Well, watching twelfth night. <laughs> right. Okay. So, like, after yeah, so twenty five days. So twenty fifth of Christmas, twenty fifth of December. Mm. Twelve days later is twelfth night. I when, to take the decorations down. Take decorations down. I'm so excited, and the the kings come. The three kings we know today, of course, Balthazar, Gaspar, and Melchior thought they must be in the wrong place. However, the fourth king, known as Hobson Malt, yep. showed the landlord his wonderful beer. In return, he was told the truth about the stable and the manger. Is your beer one from um, thefourkingsbrewery.com? Possibly. <laughs> and he showed him his beer. Yeah. <laughs> and we're quite sure that's from the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, another even... fantastically researched and expert podcast coming to you live and free. Can you believe that? This is free. <laughs> These experts are bringing you free. Yeah, what are you learning there about the beer? There's another one called Artaban. I think that's the one. Yeah, not Hobson Malt. Not Hobson Malt. <laughs> I just read it. I just read it. And it is from the Four, the Four Kings Brewery. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I believe everything. Oh my God! Are oh, you seeing see signs? So, so Artaban saw signs in the heavens proclaiming a king had been born, mm-hmm. but he missed the caravan. Yep, and he can't cross the desert with only a horse. So he's forced to sell one of his treasures that he was going to give to the baby Jesus in order to buy the camels and supplies necessary for the trip. Starts his journey, arrives in Bethlehem, too late, and he saves the life of a child at the price of another of his treasures. Oh, good guy, actually. So actually really was. And then he opened a pub. Oh, it's this. It's oh, again. it's again. That's so funny. Right? Well, it's- As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's a similar theme of the like people trying to catch up the baby Jesus or, you know, people being like, well, let's be nice to everyone because anyone don't know where the baby is. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. That was fun. I I really enjoyed it. I, I'm going to take a lot of these. I'm going to do the Krampus. I'm mm. just going to walk around and tear other shit out of people. Guys, listen, do what you like. Mm. It's, you know, go for your life. Let's get some new traditions up in this grill. If you yourself have got any fantastic traditions you want to share, or if you're from any of the countries and you've been listening thinking, no, no. that isn't right what? at all. That No, that's not what we do. We'd then love tell us. To keep it to yourself. <laughs> it's Christmas and we're trying our best. We're trying so goddamn hard. Um, please have a magical Christmas. A lovely time. A wonderful epiphany. Mm. Get that baby 